You're listening to United We Scan Podcast. The views and opinions expressed are not that of the United States Postal Service or the National Rural Letter Carriers Association. If you are in need of assistance pertaining to the rural craft, please contact your local steward or assigned district representative. Thank you. Welcome back. What are we on? Episode 8 of United We Scan. And Mike is back with us this week. And how are you doing, Mike? I'm doing well. Glad to be back. I'm glad you are feeling better. Josh, how are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing good. Again, not looking forward to the alarm tomorrow, but I'm doing good. My birds are going to the big game, so can't complain. Bill, how was your week? How about them eagles, huh? <laughs> hey, Jerry Jones, I hope you were comfortable on your couch today. <laughs> was Dak serving you tortillas and chips and salsa? Oh. Bite me, big boy. <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> My eagles are going <laughs> to the Super Bowl. <laughs> That is awesome. That, no. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> My week was, I worked as usual, you know, went to a concert last night, so that was nice. I haven't been to one in almost a year, so you all know me and my concerts. So. How is Neil Diamond? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you, you know, I was, I, I was, uh, I was uh, enjoying the thrash metal last night when saw Anthrax, oh. Black Label Society, and Exodus, so. I couldn't tell you about Neil Diamond though, you know. I have no clue. If I hear, I'll let you know though. <laughs> Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. <laughs> Everybody knows that one. <laughs> yes, yes we do. Yes, we do. So I didn't get to my uh Rex training this week, I have to reschedule it. Um I was running my primary all week for a change. So I hopefully we'll get that done here in the next couple weeks. I did do the Zoom seminar for my state, the first one tonight. Um, unlike when, the one we heard about that Benjamin sat in last week, mine was not reading off the PDF word for word. It was, here's the PDF highlighting the important parts. And I think it was listed for two hours, and we ended up going two hours and 45 minutes with Q&A at the end. So... We'll see how that goes. I'm half tempted to register and log um, into next week's as well for some answers to some interesting questions that were asked. One that stumped everybody was, what do you do? How do you get credit for an unscannable parcel that you have to leave a notice for? And we got the, we will have to look into that and get back to you answer. Oh, would, wouldn't you put that down as attempted? But there's no attempted scan under the unscannable parcel. Yeah. Just where you deliver it. It's it's just, yeah, un, unscanned parcel just gives you delivery options. Options, right. Yeah, it gives you the uh, yeah. locations. Yeah. Yep. And couldn't understand why the parcel wouldn't have a scan. 
if it's a part, you know, because, you know, if it, it's all, and I, I chimed in, in in the chat thing and said, I get quite a few that are metered that, yeah. you know, if it's metered or I've got one woman on my primary that orders her Sudoku or crossword puzzle books, whatever they are, and that comes metered. So, but what if, they, what, what if grandma's too cheap to pay for delivery confirmation and just says, you know, just push it through, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yep. So that'll be interesting to see how that one comes back. Um, there somebody had mentioned, you know, and the same person had mentioned about the accountability with the scanners and the accuracy. Of course, this particular carrier is way out in BFE. And I know as a mapping facilitator in some of those areas that are sketchy with cell phone service, you know, you're <clears throat> when you're mapping, you literally had to plot where everything was because the breadcrumbs weren't picking it up. So that was the other thing, you know, was big thing is how, you know, how are we going to, if, if we can't rely on the GPS breadcrumbs of the scanner because of the sketchy area being out in the middle of absolutely nowhere that, you know, how, how, how do we know if this is going to be anything accurate? So yeah, it'll be interesting. And then the other thing was, you know, how we always, we hit something, we don't know what we're hitting or we may clock in twice or something like that. Well, why can't we block, you know, once we clock in, why can't it be blocked out like it is on the city carriers? That came into, well, we don't have that technology or it's not implemented in our programming, but they're looking into it. Like, okay, if city carriers can do it, since they are all switching over to clocking in on the scanners and not the time clocks, why can't they just put that, write that programming in onto the rural side, too? Because they'll tell you it's too great of expense for the licensing yeah. of all our scanners, mm -hmm. even though there's more city carriers than they're all rural. Yep. Yeah, it's the same. The same reason that we you know, we were using the same scanners as UPS, but theirs were better functioning because they paid for the better software. Yep. We we got Walmart and they got uh, you know Pottery Barn. And I even think Walmart uses the same scanners, but I think their programming is even better. <laughs> yeah, and they're bilingual. Yeah. 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 They are. Mm -hmm. I was talking to the city carriers recently, and they said as soon as they scan their barcode. They're clocked in. Well, they do have to do a start tour. And any time that they do go in to change whatever their function is that they do or their function that they normally would scan on a time clock, they have to rescan their badge each time they do that to go that way if they're right. using but I'm saying that they, he said that they filed a, um, a grievance on it and won. So as soon as they, even though they have to go through the, met the motions. Mm-hmm. It puts them on the clock as soon as they scan their barcode. Oh. That'd be nice, That'd too, because, nice. you know, you got to go through all that, those BS, uh, you know, heat stroke warnings when it's negative 10 oh, degrees and out. <clears throat> and how about that minute and a half video from PMG that we got for a week and a half or two weeks? Oh, are we supposed to watch that? Christmas? Uh, yeah, sure. I, At least once. Um, oh, I thought that was spam. I kept deleting it. I kept escaping out of it. I don't know. I never saw yeah. it. Yeah. I couldn't escape out of it, but I was able to tap the fast forward button. 
Oh, I was able to escape out of it every time. Four times it just... Yep. As was I. <laughs> I was too worried about getting my parcels done. Oh, don't, let's not talk about parcels, okay? Because Stevie Wonder still throws parcels in our office. Oh. A Amazon Jeez. didn't show up for my zip code for my uh, primary route yesterday, which was great for me. I was done by 2.30 on my 93-mile route, but uh, that's going to suck for uh, the the poor regular no, coming, 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 coming in tomorrow after being off for a full week. Oh, well. Has anybody noticed uh, Amazon uh, dropping? Nope. The volume on them dropping? Nope. Not in my office. Not really. Yeah. And and it's like today, you know, I, I saw two Amazon trucks out, out in my neighborhood today. It's like, okay, I thought maybe it was the first guy, you know, was lost, but it, it was two different Amazon trucks. So they're out there Sundays in my area. Yeah, they don't come up as far in my area. I think the, they, they end about 50 miles south of us. Yeah, which doesn't bother me because I'm not getting credit for those parcels anyway on my route. So, you know, deliver away. Right. Yep. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, I'll, I still see, you know, I may see the, the Amazon trucks in here in my neighborhood, but I also see the postal trucks. You got to find another hobby, okay? <laughs> You know, watching delivery vehicle. Jeez, come on. There's a, there's a game on today. What are you, nuts? The only delivery vehicle I watch I out for. I on my phone. <laughs> the only delivery vehicle I watch out for out on the route, if I'm out in uh, one of the other, the other two zip codes, is uh, the FedEx guy out of uh, Gaylord, because uh, I got blamed for him taking out somebody's fence post. And he almost ran me off the road one day. He did back into a co-worker who was sitting, servicing a box. And he backed out of a driveway and hit him. And then he, then the same co-worker watched him back out of a driveway into oncoming traffic and hit another car. Yeah, that's the one I watch out for. <laughs> he's, he's got a death wish. Oh, I'm, I'm, too, I'm too far out. I can pull him off the street. Right, because the well, office my... the office he comes out of is two hours away, and it's a contract. So FedEx ground. So how the hell you know? And then when you try and call the office that they come out of, because they're a contractor, they tell you to call the FedEx hotline and report it that way. And then if you try to call the contractor number that's on the truck, you just get a voice. You just get a voicemail. Oh, yeah. Trust me. They've tried. <laughs> huh. Mike, when we get a private channel, I'll explain to you why you don't see Amazon on Sunday in your area. <laughs> or hardly at all. <laughs> not suitable. Well, I... for, not suitable for all years. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I know it had something to do with us being too far away from uh, the Amazon hub. No, 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 not like that. Mine's much worse than that. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> That's for the after hours show. Yeah. That's for the after party. <laughs> not suitable for PC or woke ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, I, hey, I found okay. out. I found out today, folks, with undisputable proof why the cost of eggs is so high and hasn't come down. Why is that? A lot of chickens are now identifying as roosters. Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of cock and bull. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Kristen? Ah, uh, the discrepancies in all this Rex BS. Oh, my God. There's discrepancies? <gasps> I don't believe it. You would have never guessed. Oh, I'm my glad gosh. I was sitting... I was glad I was sitting down when you said that. <laughs> it's I just know. too hard to believe, isn't it? Well, you know, I, I, I'm smitten because I had an ADR tell me that another ADR who was co-producing the mini mail surveys that I attended, they're not always right. And I said, like, well, what? Wait, 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 wait. The ADR is not always right? One ADR was telling me another ADR was not always right. Oh, okay. And I said, you know, what do you mean? He said, well, not not a he. This person said about the other person, also not a he. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that if you find something in your hamper that is not technically a parcel, then it's not a parcel. But at the training seminar, we were told everything in a hamper is a parcel so i'm confused yeah we were getting conflicting well, on that tonight too people were asking that because they have been seeing the talks on the social media about that and uh we were we we were getting uh conflicting messages from the adrs and drs as well now uh, so good i i will tell you out, out here we're out here in the, in the great plains uh the the message we're hearing is that if it's in a, if it's in a tub it's a flat yep. if it's in if it's in your hamper it's a parcel yeah that's that's, what we away, that's basically what it throw came away your down blue sticks yep that's basically what it came down to if it gets tossed into your hamper it's a parcel if it's in a tub it's a flat if it's if it's in the hot case, it's a letter or whatever. So even if it's a letter that's in a tub as a flat, it's counted as a flat, you know. Yep. Yep. I think a lot, lot of the process it doesn't know doesn't have the blue bars. Well, it's like some mm -hmm. of it came down to clerks that were tossing missorted stuff that had been gone got tossed back into the uh, toss back case and instead of going and putting it where it needed to go they were just tossing it into the hampers that's where the situation came in our discussion tonight okay now i have a, I have a question for you then if everything in a tub is a flat and a visiting clerk brings our flats over and stops by the hot case and throws the letters into the tub do they now become flats hmm well, that's a good question. Uh, that's a good question, because the the problem you have with that is the the stuff in the tubs is supposed to be counted as plant. Off of the report, off the machine. Mm -hmm. Off the right. machine. But what? Well, we so, have, we have, we still have hand sorted flats too. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, we do too. You know. Um, and um and during the serve, did they count them? Or uh, that clerk picked them up out of the uh, case and put them in the tub. We have we haven't had that happen yet. 
Now, I just thought of an interesting thing with this. Is in my office, we have three zip codes. Um, one zip code, all her, the P.O. box stuff and all her, and her, because uh, we have two lock pouch routes with the two different zip codes. So all of her tub flats come mixed between the flats and the P.O. box. And we just sort them out when we're casing up mail. Now, the other zip code, which is my ox route and my primary, they come to a zip code routed in a tub, but the clerks sort that out between the two routes and the P.O. box. But the, your your instructions were anything in the tub is a flat. Mm-hmm. Correct? Correct. And where then, did you see that, though? I know you heard it, but where did you see it? I haven't seen it in the black and white yet. There you go. Uh, I saw it in our state newsletter. That just Doesn't count. Out. Doesn't count unless it has a uh, re re reference to a national agreement or understanding. The state has no bearing on it. Okay. The, the article was written by our DR who um, went to the training. I, look, I just went to the training and everything in the hamper is a parcel, but now it's not. Everything in the tub is a flat, but it maybe not. I mean, you know, okay, here, here's one for you. How many ever used the reload feature that was on the scanner a couple of years ago? I did. Reload? A, yes, I did in the test study yeah. office. And that was what, yep. when we were out on the route and we had to move our mail around, essentially reloading. Yep. And that's what time now. Went. Now, from my understanding... When they took that away, that was because then they took how whatever the average was between all the test study offices, and that's what they were going to build in. It's built in now, that average, for reloading. Okay, that, that's pretty good. Now, now here's the answer I heard. They took the, re, the start reload and end reload off of there because they wanted to put two different functions on there. And that you should start hitting the start load vehicle and end load vehicle out on the route while you're reloading. And that would count, you know, record your reload. But if you look into the Rex program, there is actually a formula, a calculation for your reloading time based on the mail volume and amount of trays and everything else. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if you taco your mail, Versus stand up, you know, you know, the up down method, your mail, you'll have more trays than the up down method. So therefore, the number of trays that they allocate for reloading would be off if you do the up down method. You know, and because I can, the taco, I can and, and the taco method gives you more. You know, and I can totally huh. see hitting these yeah, start. How many? How are they going to determine what? How many trays you have? Is someone supposed to count? How many trays you pulled down into? Well, they're 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 basing it on the the number of trays of DPS you get, okay? The number of you know FSS you, you used to get, and and some people are still getting them, and the number of bundle flats that you know are being assigned to your route. But there's no allocation for raw mail, box holders, you know that that are coming to you or anything else that are in there especially the EDMs that come out of your local businesses, you know, for your routes. Mm -hmm. So how, how are they calculating your reload without, without those being factored in? 
and I can actually well, see where... If you're entering them each day that you get them, it's giving you credit for that many, pe you know, the number of pieces per number of boxes you have. So they're averaging, you know, they're going to average that in. So let's say you had, for the 52 weeks, you had 75. 26 weeks. It, it still goes, it still does a 52-week average, though. Yeah. Even though it's yeah. every 26 weeks they recalculate, they're still going back the whole 52. Well, from the first from the first get go, after that it's going to be every twenty six. But they're still going to go back fifty two weeks prior to that to take fifty two weeks worth of data. No, oh, I'm sorry. Have you seen all your data? <laughs> we no. still we still we still haven't <laughs> had access to it yet. So, so don't yeah, tell me the numbers you're, you're like, showing me. I went to ask someone the other day, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" That's like they, they finally got the radar system up that allows them to um, put in the numbers for the, for the CODARs, CODRs, which are your bundled flats that you're getting now. Yeah, but you don't get those numbers till the next day. Till the next day. Again, we, you know, the best technology that money can buy. But I can see where I was starting to say where the start load, end load while you're doing the reload and moving stuff around out on the route would be beneficial for the sheer fact that I can't tell you how many times I've had carriers on a heavy, especially a heavy day, get mm -hmm. dinged for a stationary event. Right. Because it's taken them 10, 15 minutes to reorganize everything to continue on. Well, and, and, and yeah, okay. Hate to be a, a, a sexist about this, but men have, most men wear pants with belts Therefore, they can wear the holster and carry the scanner with them. So they can see the movement from the front of the truck to the back of the truck and, and, and et cetera. Whereas the women don't, you know, unless they have some kind of lanyard or something that they wear around their neck with the, the thing in there, you know, the scanner in there. But, the, you know, that's what's giving you your stationary times. And people are getting, you know, 15, 20, 25 minutes of stationary time. And the supervisor, I'll put you down for lunch. Well, I was reloading my truck. Now, I can reload my truck twice a day, or I can reload my truck four times a day, depending on the volume. I have a carrier I mean, that was accused of taking a cigarette break and not conking out for lunch because he's like, I was reloading the truck. I was moving stuff around. I wasn't, you know, it. it we, we get that, too. <clears throat> and I know um, the last three days I've had to use my POV, on my primary for a change because we've got the trainees and so that extra LLV we've been borrowing for training's been used. So I haven't had the luxury of using LLV on my POV route, but that's fine. We got snow. My POV is much better in it. And, uh, yep. you know, I have to stop halfway through and move the back half from my trunk to the back seat, you know, because I'm not going to get out at every stop that I know even for a, a spur to throw in the mailbox and pull it out of the trunk. So, yeah, I started putting that scanner in my hoodie the whole time I was walking mm -hmm. around. Well, but what are you going to do in the summertime when you weren't just wearing your bikini top in the thong? 
I'll have to, I'll have to uh, uh, hook that sucker up to the thong or something for you don't fall off. Oh, I'm sorry. That's that's what I wear. <laughs> or I'll, I'll put it in the top and you know and, and use the goods to hold it in place. I don't know. We'll figure okay, it I think, out. I think we? I brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we went a little beyond PG right there, but yeah. <laughs> thirteen. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> hey, hey, look, hey, hey, okay, how, how about how about the fact that you know I, I try to explain to people to carry the scanner with them all the time when they're on the route. Mm -hmm. You know, if you go back to the truck, you pick up a big package, you scan it to the back of the truck, and then you put the scanner down and you walk, you know, 40 feet over to the door. You're not getting the credit that you're entitled to. Mm -hmm. How hard is that to understand, folks? I am. I mean, we were all guilty of it at one time or another. And then you're, oh, yeah. shit, I should have took that with me. Um, you know, I've been there. Or I've been known to scan one or two of them carry them to the door, come back, scare them the last two, and then carry the scanner with me to the door. And then it's like, <sighs> yeah. I mean, I get it. I do. Like I said, I'm still notorious which, for not putting my postage dues in the scanner, too. So, <laughs> Which, okay, now that brings us back to another point, okay? Where does the scan actually originate, a.k.a. terminate, a.k.a. give you credit for where you deliver it? And is the, it when you first scan it? Yes. Or yeah, is it when you first scan, scan it? When you first, first scan, scan that a first initial scan. But it right. does oh, it does scan? it does breadcrumb until when you clear that scan out. So if, right. if, if again I have been known to scan it at the mailbox, toss it in, and continue driving down the road, then it's hollering at me because I didn't clear the scan out. You know, I mm. that happens. I've done that a few times myself. It happens. Everybody's done that. Oh yeah, but and then they, you know, they can see the breadcrumb trail where it was, you know, closed out at. But yeah, that initial GPS mar marker of where it was scanned at is that first initial scan. Right. Yeah. The time, date, and location is mm -hmm. the when you press the button, you hear it go beep boop. Yeah. Now, according to the mini mail survey training I attended, if you have a mailbox at the side of the road and you have a parcel for the house, the distance you're credited for is as the crow flies. So if you have a driveway, like I have several that are a quarter to half a mile long, winding back and forth around ponds and streams, you're only getting credit for the 1,100 feet that you're going, you know, not the 2,800 feet you actually drive. Yeah, it's the straight line distance between the mailbox to where you dropped off. Straight right. line, yeah. Right. I get it. I, I I have some windy, windy long driveways too on some of my routes. Yeah, I totally get that. So, so, yes, that's correct. However, before you weren't getting any of that credit. Oh, gee, thanks, Josh. They're giving me mm -hmm. half credit now. And as a POV carrier. I don't that get that. I don't get that extra mileage. I get the time, but I don't yeah. get that extra mileage. Now I do remember as a test study office what they did for I don't know it was a couple of weeks maybe a month. They actually had us put our start to a mileage and our end mileage in when we hit depart to route and end to route as POV mm -hmm. routes. But that only lasted I'm going to say maybe a month total. Right. 
Well, I, I'm going to uh, put some steel, well, some maybe aluminum plates on the bottom of my truck so I can skim across the two ponds so I can do the straight line of, you know, sight to the house, you know. Let's see how that works. I got too many trees you know, get up on a couple eggs, of those. Yeah. You know, you know come on. But can, I put a, if, can, can I put a helicopter uh, propeller on top so I can go up over the trees? There you go. <laughs> I'm in the Huron National now, Forest. Come on now. <laughs> There's trees. Yeah. Now, now you were say, saying about the cell service that you know that yep. you, you lose out in those areas. Okay. Now my question would be to you is that how about the GPS service? Is that still functional out there? Is that yeah. showing the exact breadcrumbs? Because I'd like to see that. See, and that's where I came we at with. When mapping, especially my primary route, mapping my primary route, there was a lot of boxes that I had to go put where they were because they weren't there at all. It wasn't registering at all. And it was a lot of tree coverage. And mm -hmm. I haven't put up my GPS. Maybe next time I run that route um, on the 9th, I think is the next time. Maybe I will put my GPS in even on my phone and see if I lose signal. GPS signal. Because yeah. I know it's a dead we, zone. We have and it's a dead zone for both Verizon and AT&T out there, the two main carriers in my office, and I know our scanners work off the Verizon network. Now, it, the, the reason I can ask this with certainty is that in Westchester, we, we are located on Airport Road, and a half mile from Airport Road is a stone wall reservoir. <laughs> and if you're driving from the office and you're on the lane closest to the reservoir, you lose cell phone service. When you return at the end of the day and you come up that same airport road and you're on the opposite side, you maintain your cell phone service. Mm -hmm. Henceforth, hitherto and why beyonds, is that the same in regards to the GPS system? Yeah. And, and like you said, you'll have to check with your phone to see if you get GPS service out there. Yeah, I, I think but I will. I'm not, I'm not sure that's being accurate either. Because I know out there, especially out there, Verizon's it's a dead zone for Verizon, in which our scanners are on the Verizon network, I found out from my former postmaster. But uh, I have AT&T service, so I get a little bar, but not much. Um, mm -hmm. At least enough that if I had an emergency, I could call and I would have enough service to talk to somebody. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's interesting, and that kind of collates with the carrier that was on our seminar tonight that <clears throat> does live out in the middle of nowhere, highly dense forest area. And yeah, you know, how, why, how are we supposed to trust the accuracy of these scanners for our pay when they're not 100% correct? Now, you, when you go back to the rec system, okay, you, you got to do your walking distances in your office, okay? Yep. How about, uh, okay, somebody misthrows a parcel into my hamper, and it's on the city side of the office, which is another 150 feet away from me. Am I getting credit to walk that over? That was actually a question brought up today, was something similar like that. And that was, well, whatever distance of where you're supposed to take that to is, is what should be put down as an event of some sort. I'd have to go back and refer to my notes on that one. Um, oh, gee, <laughs> I, I feel, I feel bad. I throw it in the middle of the floor, say not mine. <laughs> right. I usually just hand it back to the clerk because we've got some new clerks and they're not always accurate at the moment. 
even when the well, thing tells you what route it goes to. But uh, be like, yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Or or yeah. Our, my, my office is small enough. I can try that clerk toss and see if I can get it just on the other side of them into that other bin. But uh, I didn't say that out loud. So, you know. <laughs> no, yeah. I know. And in my office, the clerks are further away from the supervisors, which means I'd have to walk the 200 feet to return it to somebody. Or how about handoff mail? We have one route. We have one one address. When they moved into that address, it's right on the line between the one zip code and the other. And uh, so it took two or three weeks for them to hear back from the township offices and the zoning to figure out where it was supposed to go. So half their mail goes to the correct one. The other half goes to the other route. So that route has to then go hand it off to who it goes to you know well, there's one of those other events yep yep now what, what do i do when i get a uh, parcel that's not even for westchester do i have to take it to the other post office and get time for that <laughs> right <laughs> i'm just saying you want me to hand it off you know <laughs> i, I want to make sure it's done properly yeah uh, your postmaster or three person you to let you know where it's a designated spot to put any misthrown parcels. <laughs> Whether it be the supervisor's desk, back over to the clerks for sort resorting. Josh, yeah, you're and talking that's about where they need to measure. You're talking I about, know I'm talking about people that West couldn't Coast. they couldn't find a whole U card of political mail a month after the election. Yeah, well. Yeah, the, I can't the, speak for that. Yeah, the, the same company that was still sending political uh, flyers through the FSS machine <laughs> in December. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just pointing out the obvious, folks. I, you know, th th this is, you know, th th this may be funny, but when you're talking about, you know, you're carrying your scanner on the route all the time, when you're talking about credits for, you know, handing off. You're talking about, you know, the unscannable parcels and all. This this is your money. If you don't put it in the scanner, it doesn't go into your wallet. Plain and simple. Exactly. Exactly. And, and it's your wallet. And the same thing goes for your subs, too. If you don't train them right, guess what? <laughs> You're going to lose a lot of money. Well, and as, as, as the office, OJI, as the... Uh shop steward and as uh the senior rca and having been around a while and understanding it and starting at a test study office my two trainees i made sure i printed off that rex activity guide and they each got one i said these are yours read them memorize them do it <laughs> and you have any questions Honestly. ask me and we'll start you know going over it on Facebook in the last week or two, you've been seeing all these people posting about, oh, everyone's going to go down all the, you know, so much with once they implement this. So I posted in one of the groups for everyone that's saying we're you're going to go down. Are you doing those additional other possible scans? Not just not just the six, but the other twelve. Oh, I always do my trip to doors. I I never forget the trip to doors, ever. Or and, and box like, holders. 
And I will yell out on, on Advo Day. When we get Advos, I will yell out, you know, you know, flat box holder, flat box holder. That way they all know to punch it in. You know, I, I have no qualms about doing that in my office. Yeah, I, I yell out, yeah, do, do your Advos, put it in the study. Yep. Because a lot of them will scan the Advo barcode and then not put it in the Rex. Right. And even though we don't have the, the 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 necessity for the ruler anymore, still, you know, if you get the long horizontal flats, you know, that are you know printed like a, a catalog or a flat, you still get credit as a flat. Yep. Yeah. I see Cincinnati woke up. Oh, they did. What's the score? 13 to 12 still. Well, Kansas City's still leading, but 13 to 12. Yeah, it'll be a good game. Halftime yet? Uh, third third quarter. quarter. 9.54 on the clock in the third. Ooh. 13-13. Ooh. Got a game, baby. Got a game. <laughs> Sounds like it. That doesn't matter. Eagles are going to kick the snot out of both of them. You know, Super Super Bowl one day, uh, I won't be in at work. <laughs> <laughs> That's like like today, somebody somebody was on our uh, our local uh, text line here, and uh, I said I'm going to call out before the regular call outs call out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody said, "Who are they?" And I, and I said, "You know who they are, and so do they." Uh, we have some people that are just regulars, you know, when when they, a game like this goes off, that uh, they just happen not to be able to come in the work. So sack, right. so sack is going on this weekend, or went on yeah. this weekend. I, I I've heard that rumor. Yeah, since you didn't go, you can't I report. Could, yeah, I, we, I can't. I couldn't make it this weekend. Yeah, you know, we we've heard a few things, nothing too major that I've seen so far. Um, but yeah, this will be uh, this will be interesting. Come, uh, I know Mike and myself will be at Mid State, so we'll definitely be able to uh, report back on that. Yep. And uh, are you going to Eastern, Bill? No, I'm not. No. Okay. No, number one, it's in Maine. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Got against Maine. Well, let's see. It's going to be in March in Maine, oh, where they get yeah. where they get a lot of bad weather. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't blame you. We'll be in we'll be in Kansas in in May. So, it, yeah. I, it's like I told the the boyfriend. I said I'd rather be there in May than the middle of July when he's going for his yes. Uh, his uh, karate stuff in Larned's or somewhere west, west Big Bend, but I don't know where the hell, somewhere over there. But uh, in Kansas, yeah, it's been in Larned. Lawrence, the west. oh Larned, Larned. Oh, I've never heard of that. It's way over on the west end, probably only an hour east of the Colorado border. Oh, okay. Dang. Yeah, I've been there. 
and in July, and it sucks. So, uh, <laughs> oh, it sucked the other 11 months too. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much going on there at all. Small little town, but uh, so yeah, I you know, I'm looking forward to Wichita in uh, in May, and actually, for this year, that's the only one I have to travel out of state for. I got kind of lucky on that since National yep. will be in Grand Rapids again. Grand Rapids. Yep. So that's only a three, three and a half hour, maybe four hour drive for me. So that won't be too bad. Wichita, on the other hand, will be a, probably about a fifteen hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. Which I about the same as it took you to get to Orlando last year. Orlando was twenty seven hours, including my three hour nap. No, I was gonna oh. say, I was gonna say, uh, I think it's shorter, isn't it? Yeah, Orlando is uh, is a twenty four hour drive straight through for me. I took a three hour. All right, well, never mind then. <laughs> no, it's a little bit closer. So, <clears throat> I think next year for Reno, though, I may look into flying instead of driving out to Reno. Oh. I'm sorry, you're not here to share what I just did. <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, so, it's a good thing I wear my depends all the time. <laughs> it, it has been uh, said that uh, Ronnie will definitely not be running um, in August. So he will be stepping down. But right now, looks like the rumor mill has, well, we knew Don was going to run for president. Um, Patrick Pitts looks like he may be tossing his hat in for VP. And then... Uh, the other ones uh, that will be up for election will be seeking the same positions. So we'll see. I yeah, uh, see who else yeah, we'll, we may have uh, that come up to step up and run. Looks like we may have an ADR stepping up for uh, executive committeeman and another outsider that ran for VP uh, this past year. Looks like she may be running again. Not me. Um so, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see if we get any more announcements as the uh, regional meetings come through. Oh, good. Well, well, you know, you have a puppy dog and a lap dog running for president and vice president. Yeah. Boy, the silence on that was deafening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Well, they're all politicians. At at that level, they're all politicians. So. Yeah, yeah, it's all a political it's, game. We 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 Bill and I know that from experience. It, it's it's all the political game. So it's, it, yeah. I'd like to see who else is going to step up and possibly run for president, um, and VP. I'm curious. See if we can try and still get some newer blood in on there, but. The way I'm that it's gone. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath at any means there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'd have to. Yeah, no, I'm not holding my breath at all. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, if somebody doesn't step up, I mean, you, you know, we, we're just going to limp into, you know, the same bullshit. 
the, the same lack of concern, the late, the same lack of knowledge. I mean, hell, Don's got a, a route that's 300 miles from where he lives in California. Yeah. You know, how the hell, you, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I just sit there and laugh. It's like, you know, you, you people are, what, brain dead? And it's public yeah, knowledge. It's not like y'all can't log in on these websites and look up and see where their assigned routes are. You know, it's all it's Gee, where, it's all out there. Where can you find that? Um, I will uh, post the link. I would have to go search it out again. I don't remember it off the top of my head. Well, that, yeah, that'd be nice because some people would say, "Well, you're just talking smack," and if we provide them with the information where they can do this research, they'll sit there and say, well, hold it. I thought Ronnie had a route in Tennessee. He does. But he doesn't live there. But he doesn't live there. No, he does not. Well, why are you tying up a route when you're not even in the damn state? Exactly. There you go. Or in the locale, even. There's the link. There we go. Hey, yeah. Look at that. Why do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, you know, especially the much as, even in my eight years, I and I'm just going to buy with my eight years. I know you guys have more time, especially Bill and, and Josh and Mike Scala. I think, how long have you been around, no. Mike? Uh, not much long. I'll be at nine years in April. Okay. So not so, much longer than you. No, you actually only have, let's see, April's what, the fourth month? So you actually only have yeah. eight, eight months longer than I do. So, yeah, it's, in the, the, the amount of stuff that we've seen change in that little of time compared to what Bill and Josh have seen, and then you have national board members who haven't, touched a route and even longer than that time yeah you know it it makes you how how do they even have a clue of what's going on other than what they hear mm -hmm. and then like i said i have much respect for my retirees i do you guys did your time i i have mucho respect it was a different time but yep when they are holding the majority of the voting delegation, how are things going to change? Right. How are things going to change? Exactly. You know, it's, you know, if you want to see change and I see so many people complain and well, if things don't change or if Rex doesn't do, I'm out of the union. Well, what good is that going to do you? Why can't these people step up? It's not that hard to toss your hat in to be, to, you know, so you may not get in as a delegate right away. I mean, I've been a delegate to national once. This will be my fourth national. I'm tossing my hat in there. I was an alternate last year. I got bumped up to delegate the, the one prior, 2019. So, you know, even a state delegate, it's a lot easier to get in as a state delegate for most. I know, especially with me, with my county, you know, when you only have three or four people that show up at county meetings, so, you know, automatically I send in 
my name for state delegate, I already have it because there's not going to be, we don't have enough to fill it and have to have a vote. So, <coughs> you know, that's how you start getting involved in that area. And I think as, you know, yep. I, I want to start as we get uh, more into, uh, once we get this Rex fiasco going and March and stuff comes up, we're, we're starting into uh, annual meeting time and getting ready for state conventions, you know, and we're going to start uh, doing some stuff on resolutions and getting your name in to be a delegate if you want to be involved. I mean, it's not hard to do. I mean, I've been doing it from the very beginning. So, you know, we'll definitely be getting some stuff out, especially for resolutions. I know um, one young lady carrier in my state, she has three or four resolutions that she's already working on right now to uh, put forth when it comes to her uh, annual local meeting and on up to state. So we'll be uh, addressing that as well. Right now it's the whole and Rex fiasco. Yeah, and it will be. I'd love where, you know, it's going to, you know, the... Uh, 4003s will be shut off on February 7th, Saturday. Okay. Well, I thought that was off a Tuesday. And then, uh, th then you know, uh, the, the walking has to be done by uh, the 11th on Saturday. Well, hold it. You can't have two Saturdays within four days of each other. <laughs> right? I, I mean, now, I, I, I don't want to be a smart ass, but I'm not a dumb ass either. Jesus. Yeah, folks, come on now. And uh, apparently, you just can't read a calendar. Oh, God. I just, you know, you, you got to be kidding me. Now, I do know that um, the walking distances and the route settings can be preloaded prior to when the uh, mini mail survey actually starts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they can preload those walking distances in before the 11th if they want to get them yes. done. Map yeah. My biggest concern is uh, mapping updates. I mean, we we initially mapped. It's been almost a year now, and no updates yep. have been done. So now, <laughs> as the mapping facilitator in my office and the local steward, <laughs> I am going to be pushing on getting that done this next week. You know, it's got. This is probably about the only week I'm going to have to be able to do it prior to the seventh. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, and 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 the thing of it is, you know, like our forty o threes is you can kidding me? I mean, you're breaking you, up there a bit, Bill. You, you just man last week. Mm-hmm. That, you know, you just got our, our uh, 4003's line of travel corrected. Well, the problem with that is that the, she gave me my copy of 4003 that hadn't been corrected from five years ago. So where, where are the breadcrumbs in all this, folks, that you, you were supposed to be paying attention to? Did, didn't that, you know, kick off a red flag on my 4003 when all of a sudden I had 11 extra miles on my route? And the answer is no, it didn't. It's... I, you know, 
And, you know, Somebody and actually has to pay attention to them. Exactly. To catch, you know, to flag it. And that's why they implicated the new, um, implemented the new AMS <clears throat> policy. Is basically when you've got, you know, supervisors that aren't updating the 4003s when they're entering in the edit book changes. Even mm-hmm. if a carrier submits the box count change on the 4003 in the red... It's not getting implemented. So this is where that that whole Ames new policy came into effect was the accountability on the office level. Now we got to send them off and hope we get them back in time to start the process all over again the next month. Well, and I, and I like I like the fact that they they turn around and tell you you know it'll be returned to you on the twenty first. You know how many offices are serviced by our Ames office? Ours just yeah. came in. They said the twenty first. Ours actually came got received back to the office on Friday. So that was what the twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Six days after they were supposed to be returned is when we actually got them back. Yeah. Come on now, you know, you know, show, show, show me something, uh, you know. Uh, better than that. I mean, God Almighty. And then, and as of Saturday morning, they were still sitting on the supervisor's desk in the envelope. They hadn't even been opened and returned to the carriers yet. Jesus. Yeah. Now we we've got a we've got a route where 124 carriage homes was put onto the route, and for convenience, the carrier who who's out on no WCP. Just threw them on on the bottom of the case, yeah. but it the 124 carriage homes are the first thing they hit in their line of travel. If they're you know if they're going to deliver it that way, but yeah. because your line of travel shows them being at the end of the route, you finish up at Riverside, drive three and a half miles to do 40 boxes on Meeting House, drive a mile and a half to do four boxes on New Street. And drive three miles back to the carriage homes to do those. Yeah. Now you wonder why it's a a, a K fifty route. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's, it's over sixty hours right now. You know, and here's our situation: is we have one K, one forty eight K route in my office that she. Uh, you know, and that's without Amazon being counted, and it's and it, they they love their Amazon out there. That's all I got to say. So what's <laughs> so I you know what's that gonna do once all this is implemented, and they have to cut it? So because it's a different zip code, they're gonna have to create a new ox route. And where are we gonna get the carriers for this new ox route? Because or unless they decide to roll my ox route back into the primary which as as it stands right now would bump it up to probably a high 46 and again my office has not had amazon and my primary was you know uh, 50 to 60 parcels on a heavy day at the last mail count and now 50 to 60 parcels is an extremely light day so you know what's that going to do to it so 
then that one's going to bust if they have to roll that in to create an ox route on the other one? <laughs> I, I'm looking up uh, the, the, ca the carriers on that site uh -huh. that you put up there. And, and we have a John Young in our office. Okay. John Young's a rule carrier. He's pretty, uh, he is what? Well, what is this? Uh, pay grade zero. And he makes thirty three eighty eight an hour. Or set through thirty three seventy eight, and he's paid hourly. Uh -huh. Really? Wow. Hold on. The funny, the funny thing is, well, because the second one I, I put in two different sites. The second one, Daddy Universe, is the one I personally prefer. Rural carriers, it lists an hourly rate. They both do. City carriers yeah. and clerks are salaried. A salary. Yep. Yeah, it's weird. And you guys gotta remember those sites aren't updated regularly. Sometimes it takes once a year. Once a year or twice a year sometimes. But yeah. It's, uh, well, I, I know Daddy Universe is usually January, right around now they update from last, anything from last year. Fed's data center, I think, is done twice a year. But don't quote me on that. But yeah, it's, you know, like I said, all that information is out there. So if you want to see where mm -hmm. your, 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 uh, <clears throat> your national, uh, huh. union employees are, where their routes are listed at, and may not always line up to where their, uh, home, uh, residence is. It always makes it interesting. Now, now, here's a conundrum for you, okay? Because your area and your ADRs are paid at 48K route rate. Uh -huh. In our office, our ADR is making the same whether he works union or he does his route because he's a K48 too. <laughs> now, is he a full-time or is he a part-time ADR? Part-time ADR. Oh, okay. So that would explain why he's running the route. We don't have any part-times yeah. left in my state, as far as I know. I think they all are full-time now. Yeah, well, But even look yeah. at that and how long, the full-time ones, how long some of them it's been since they've run their routes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, you know, you just keep paying the people to support you, that's all. Yeah, you, know, you, you you want to see you know somebody start some shit you know talk you know go to the national convention and talk about dissolving the national steward system, taking it back to the states. Giving it, oh yeah, giving it back to the states. You you want to hear some shit then, folks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of asshole would do that? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Maybe one name Bill. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh damn! Good guess. <laughs> I wasn't around for the state steward program. Um, I've always known the NSS, so I can't say one way or another, but from what I have seen in the last eight years, yeah, I could. 
Yeah. Well, you, you have you have to look at the state steward system the same way you look at our political system. Okay. The, the, the reason why we have 50 states and you, you really can't affect elections is because you have 50 different entities put input in the, the data for the, the ballots, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's harder to corrupt all 50 of them. Well, the same way with the steward system. If the state's picking the people out, then, you know, you might have, you know, political shenanigans going on in different states to a certain extent, okay? But the, but the national board's not controlling it. Right now, they are. You know, by their, their you, know, uh, uh, you know, their assignments of the ADRs and the DRs. Now, the states can make suggestions, but the national board is the one who makes the final decision on who becomes what. Yes. So, you know, it's, it's all politics. And that goes right down to area stewards as well. I mean, oh, yeah. I think area stewards should be more under the state thing or even local than I mean you elect your local steward and an area steward only has the same power as a local steward in those assigned offices mm-hmm. so why can't that be brought down to the state if not even local level right but just like a, a, a political party in the United States, if you centralize the power, you yep. can you control everything and you know make everybody behooven to you for their positions. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're ADR or no, if you're a DR, let's say a DR. If you're a DR and you haven't run your route in 21 years, okay, I'm having a problem here because you have no idea what the hell we go through. So when you settle a grievance for language, it makes me fucking nuts. Uh-huh. I don't want to hear language. I want to see penalties. I want to see monetary penalties. I want to see labor penalties. Have these people removed from the different offices that are berating the employees, threatening the employees. I, I You know... We ought to have a list of, of all these, you know, just like they kept lists of the priests, they, they ought to keep lists of management. Oh, I agree. You know, so once they're removed from an office, you know, they don't go to another office. But instead, you know, it's the management shuffle. Okay, so you suck at this yeah. office, so we're going to try you out at this office now. Or I, I know somebody that was, I know of an instance where somebody was a plant supervisor and was told if they wanted to keep their job, they were going to be, go be a postmaster at this little two-route office if mm-hmm. they wanted to stay employed. And that's how they got placed at that office as a postmaster. Wow. And they were a supervisor in a plant. We had, oh. a, we had a gal come over to our office um, in, in a supervisory position, and... She had never carried mail. She had been she'd been with the post office for a while, but her position she was like a, a custodial supervisor or a maintenance super something. But she was she had never carried mail, mm-hmm. and absolutely had no clue what anybody did. She was trying to tell me one time. 
you know, customer said, well, uh, was talking about um, a parcel locker. It was identifying it by the the CBU unit it was in, CBU unit number. And I looked straight at her and said, that makes, I have no clue where that CBU is. Yeah. What what what's the address? What where was it at? It's like uh, I don't know. It's the CBU number. It's like well, show me the carrier in the office that knows all the numbers of all the CBUs on their route. Right. Of the thirty six routes in our office, the 12, 12 city and twenty rural carriers in this office. Show me a one who can identify his CBUs by the unit number. Oh, exactly. That's like, I, we only have two routes on our rural side that have CBUs. And if you were trying to give me a CBU number, I'd give you the deer in the headlights stare. But if you give me an mm-hmm. address, I can tell you exactly mm. what CBU that is. Oh, I know right where that is. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can tell you, oh, <clears throat> it's in that line of three and it's the middle one and it's the second slot down, you know. Yeah. I can tell you that. But... You give me a CBU number? To, yeah, no, I can't tell you that. She was trying to berate me about a mis-delivered mis, uh, parcel. She said, you know, didn't get a parcel, whatever. And she said, well, it was for um, 100, um, it was for 144th Court, and it looks like you delivered it on gallery. Why, you know, why are you so far off on this? It's, well, 100, not 144th Court. It's 145th Terrace. I said, well, because... Uh, the CBU for 145th Terrace is on gallery. Mm-hmm. That's why it was scanned there. Yeah. Then I got the deer in the headlights look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was just that. That just was a little too much for her to process. She didn't last very long, as a matter of fact. Oh, that's good. Well, yeah. It, in, in our office, we had uh, a situation where. The supervisor's on the floor, the postmaster's in, a poom was visiting, and for three days, two of our rural routes didn't deliver any mail. We, we, we had no carriers, okay? They didn't even have city carriers available except for the, the second day. And they brought back more mail than they took out, which was, you know, funny as hell, but they did. Because <laughs> they weren't walking. They weren't walking, you know? Yeah. yeah. Now... Now, the, the trick of this whole situation was the postmaster got fired, not not the rural supervisor, okay? The postmaster got fired, and he went from a level 22 office to a post office that had one clerk and P.O. box service, <laughs> and, he, and he kept, and he kept and his he pay rate. He couldn't handle that? He kept his pay rate. No kidding. Wow. Wow. And then you and then you wonder why we have a you know when at the at the last national when we had that that gal uh, the, the like the only question the PMG took was that lady who just said you know um, I've been you know who had that just horror story of how she was treated by management right and the the area supervisor knew all about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what did you, you know, in any other organization? Well, you knew about it. What did you, you know, what did you do about it? Right. Obviously, nothing. So, um, yep. and that's yep. and it's just going to continue to be that way. 
you know yeah like you like you said bill you know that's what settling for language gets us mm-hmm. it gets us carriers coming up and, and and crying on the floor of the national convention begging the postmaster general to to make their situation better yeah. right and meanwhile you got so many other ones that are sitting there nodding their heads because they can relate yeah and, and there is yeah. no accountability for management whatsoever nope. and, and, and where's your drs and, and where's your national steward you know di- director of national um stewards but, standing up and saying oh this is effing bullshit you know this yeah. this should not go on that you know they they ought to be taking that lady off to the side with with the the you know the the uh director the area of, uh, they were, no well no the, the the right there at the convention right you know take the the director of steward operations and take the director of labor operations off to the side with the postmaster general get the information off there and get that bastard removed and not transferred to another you know church like the priests do but get them out of the post office, period. When it but takes... this, this, this is what they, they, this is what they want. They, they want them to terrorize us. They have you know, the same way they come up with the eight, ten, or twelve day rule for subs. God, damn! If we operated under those rules when I, when I was a sub, we never got anything delivered. Right. I worked, you know, yeah, exactly. I could work 20, I worked 27 days straight between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yep. You know, I've been there. I had nearly 40 hours of overtime on a check, you know, I'm still recovering. (laughs) You know, I I still work six days a week because, well, my ox route's a six day a week ox route. I didn't run it one day last week because I was on my primary. But my, my case still has the 47 magic marker. Marks up top, you know, four down and one one across, forty-seven right. of them. For when I worked forty-seven days straight before Thanksgiving until after the New Year. Yeah. But they can't work more than eight days straight. I don't know where that. That's yeah. definitely not my office or my district. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, no, that's my district. Our district had a RCAs have to have a day off a week. Yeah. But but hold it, you you can work the regulars more than you know seven days. Only if they volunteer. Yeah, but they can work it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Until the end of February, unless that MLU gets extended. Yeah. I hope they don't. I. I hope they don't either. I really hope they don't. I mean, I I you know I've seen I had two two regular carriers in my office that volunteered. The whole time during Christmas, and not only did they volunteer to work those Sundays to help me, being the only RCA at the time, to get stuff out, but they were also coming out and helping me because I was running two routes a day. I, you know, the one would be like, you know what, I'll go. He goes, you're on this big route, you're slammed. He goes, I'll take your ox route for you today. And not only I, in the one day, not only did he take my ox route for me, he come out and met me out on the route I was running. And took off part of that route, and he ain't run that route in over ten years. And he came out and took the very end of the route off me, so I could get back. So, why do people like like you more than they like me? I don't understand that. <laughs> but well, at the same time, that was only two regulars that were willing to do that. We had two yeah. two other regulars. One came in, 
she did come in on a Sunday, you know, she was more than willing to come in one of the other times too, but that was the one she had available. And the other one just kind of came in, did it once and then, you know, never again. And of course the other one, she just, you know, she doesn't even like giving up her K day if she will fight it and complain yeah. to every, you know, and she doesn't have a sub, you know, at this point. And so we've kind of, it, it, it's sad at the same time, but we, everybody's kind of smiled this month because she hasn't gotten, she's had to work her 4K days in a row this last four weeks. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that the reason I, because I, I know our RCAs are overworked and, 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 you know, I've been there too. I've, you know, I remember working for having 40 hours of overtime at Christmas too. So, and I'm not that far removed from it. But the thing is, the more we do this, the less um, less incentive there is for management to hire RCAs. And not only that, that that's the quickest way to lose an RCA, lose a newer one. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I've been around long enough, and my, my light at the end of the tunnel is getting brighter to a point. The one carrier is like... She decided, she's like, I don't know if I'm going to go at the end of July with my 10 years or, or wait until next April when I turn 62. And I was like, oh. Well, maybe you'll come up with and just halfway in between say fuck it and leave. Um, that's exactly what I told her on my yeah. way out the door. <laughs> because, you know, that that's, that's the one I'm waiting on to go. You know, she wanted yeah. to go this year and couldn't because she didn't have 10 years in. And, and so I'm just like, you know, that, that light at the end of the tunnel is getting brighter, but then it, for that moment, it was not quite as bright yet. You know? Not quite and as bright, yep. It started flickering. It did. It is at the moment. But, it, you know, it's just, see, yeah. I mean, you get these newer ones coming in that, you know, the one, the one I know won't, isn't looking to go full-time at all. Um, but the other one, he... Uh, you know, he knows this job's a challenge, and he does have some, you know, there. it is a challenge for him. He, he is slowing, slow, a slow learner on it, but he's hanging in there. He's like, I'm back today. I'll get this. He goes, I know it'll take me some time, but, you know, I, I'll get this. And he's my age, so it's not like it's a young kid or anything like that. It's, you know, this is somebody who's finally like, you know what? I got to have something down the road for retirement, and he knows that, he could possibly be full-time in a year and a half. You know, so he, he's eyeing that. You know, he's only been around for a few weeks. And so he's, you know, he's he's doing what he can. He's sticking through it so far, fingers crossed. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, I, but when you can go to McDonald's and pick up a job for 15 bucks an hour, flipping burgers... And then mm-hmm. you have, and then you come into the post office at just under, you know, twenty bucks an hour, and you're working your tail off, and it's hard work, and people don't realize that until they walk in the door and start doing it. Because even he said, yeah, "This is not what I thought it was going to be. This is a lot harder." I'm like, "Yeah," you know. And I said, "Everybody learns at their own pace." I said, "One day it'll just click, and you'll have it." I said, "But up until then, yeah, it's it's going to be long days. It's going to be frustrating." I said. But you know what? Everybody has bad days. I mean, you still have carriers with 20 plus years in that have that bad day. We all do. You know, it happens. 
And you just, you get done, you go home, you go to sleep, and you know, tomorrow's a new day. But yeah, it's, you're, you're not going to keep new employees, the ones that actually want to work, when you have management that belittles, berates them, and treats them like dog shit. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I have an important topic here that has to be discussed. Yes, sir. What's the score of the game? Uh, 2013, Kansas City. And, uh, Cincinnati's driving their uh, first and goal. Uh, just starting the fourth quarter. Thank you. All right. Go back to your other stuff. <laughs> but no, I mean, there's no accountability on the management end whatsoever. No. And, and you can, and it does, like Bill said, it doesn't help when you have uh, NSS level stewards settling for language. Oh, God. It doesn't, like it, said, it doesn't yeah. help when you have, when you have, um, on, you know, on the ground employees that know that management's in the wrong, but don't want to step up and say something or do something about it because they know the retaliation that they're going to get if they do. So they don't want to do it because they don't want to deal with that retaliation after the fact. Well, like, like I said, I mean, Saturday I'm off. I get a phone call that, you know, they're being threatened to, to force to be forced to take parts of uh, vacant routes out. So I called the ADR who's working in the office. I said, are they making threats? <laughs> yeah, but they're not enforcing them, you know. And I said, but they're making the threat. He said, yes. I said, well, we're getting for a hostile work environment. Well, you know, uh, people are doing it on their own. I said, yeah, but they gave the threat. And this is the second time in six months. So therefore, we have a hostile work environment. Period. You know, when, but he's one that he play, he plays tootsies with management. So therefore, you know, oh, just you know, don't worry about it. They didn't go through with it. When, when, well, when people, I, I and then when you have not only you know office level management that does that, but at the same time, you have oh. you have the pooms and the impoos that do nothing about it either when they're well aware of it. Mm -hmm. And yep. they let it go. And then somebody has to send an anonymous letter to the OIG's office to say, this is what's going in my office. Something needs to change. And then it just trickles on down. And then, you know, still nothing gets mm -hmm. done. It wasn't anonymous. We knew you sent it. Wasn't me. Uh, see, <laughs> that's why it was anonymous. <laughs> But, you know, I, I'm, I'm sitting there and just like, you know, in, in disbelief that an ADR would sit there and say, you know, well, they didn't they didn't act on their, you know, threats. It, it doesn't matter. I got I got them paid for the threat when they tried to force us in to help on the sat, uh, Sunday before Christmas. It, and it's like, you know, I got, I got they made the threat. Yeah. They, right. yeah. they made the threat. It doesn't matter if it was an empty threat and wasn't acted upon. The threat was there. Yep. Yeah. Right. And then the other thing is, it's not only that they that they ship these supervisors around, but these supervisors have have reputations, right? You know, mm -hmm. I can go to my I can go to my ADR and say, "Hey, my new station manager. I don't know. It's it's what you know. I don't know his last name. It's Wes. 
you know, what do you know about him? Because he's been in the area, I think he's been in the area for a while. You know, told my DR, yeah, I got a new station, when the, the last station manager we had said, well, you know, we got this, uh, oh God, what was his name now? Jeff. Oh, I know him. Yeah. Best way to deal with him is to make, you know, when you suggest something, you make it, make it sound like it's his idea. That's what the best is, way to handle him. What, what is up with such the narcissistic managers? That they do no wrong and it's everybody else's fault. No. I mean, it it's... the plan. No, pl oh, what? Did you say? No, the plant never screws up. Come on. You know <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. Don't get me started. I still, have a, I still have a package. I said they worked at the plant. I oh, they worked at the plant. Okay. I still have a package that got lost in USPS space somewhere that, as of January 3rd, was still in transit between California and Michigan, and it still haven't gotten it. <clears throat> mm -hmm. well, that, that's good. You, that, that's good as losing the, uh, uh, what you call it, the express mail <laughs> that they lost. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, well, how'd you lose an express mail? Isn't that an accountable? Yeah, but we don't have an accountable clerk. Well, how, how do you record it coming in? Well, uh, we did. We we didn't. Well, how do you know it was lost here? Well, it said it was given to the carrier. Without an accountable carrier, clerk, how do you how how the hell do you know? Where, where, show me where the carrier signed for it. Yeah. So we have we have a new new supervisor in training on. And he's going to sit there and hand out all these forms saying that, you know, we have to sign for the um, certified. He, you know, and I said, well, I said, what's the certified? And he says, well, it's a letter with the green thing on there. And I said, no, no, no. I says, we have no accountable clerk. So I said, I don't know what's certified. But he goes, well, you know what they look like? I said, I remember from training, but we don't <laughs> sign for them. He goes, what do you mean you don't sign for them? I said, yeah, they're, they're in the clerk mail. They're in the DPS. They're in my flats. What the hell? They, I mean, they know. show up in my hot case. Yeah. So, you know, how the hell am I supposed to show show you? You know that you know, I signed for it. No, I didn't sign for nothing. Yeah, I haven't signed for a certified in several years. Oh yeah. I signed. But you for talk one about on Saturday. Talking but... about. Yeah. You know, stop me if you've heard me tell this story before. But when I became a PTF, okay, my house is in Western Kansas. Um, about an hour south of Kansas City. So my my packet with uh, you know the explanation of my benefit and um, you know my insurance things and all that stuff that you get when you become a career carrier got sent out of Kansas City. Uh, it got routed to St. Louis, Missouri, which is not only on the other side of the state of Missouri from me or is on the other side of the state of Missouri from me. So uh, it got, I, I, you know, you can't make this stuff. As Bill says, you can't make this up. Oh, you no. cannot. The other, the, other, um, the other four carriers we had who made PTF with me, you know, they all lived up in that area. So they all got theirs within a day or two. And I'm like, well, I haven't gotten mine yet. It's like, it's in St. Louis. And uh, uh, my station manager at the time looked at me and said, well, you haven't come to me for, for this stuff yet. I said, well, I haven't gotten it yet. 
and I and he said, "Well, what do you mean you haven't gotten it yet?" I said, "Well, it got sent to St. Louis." <laughs> we 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 had a young lady convert from an from an RCA to a regular. She wanted to go hourly. Now you're supposed to get a packet indicating this. Uh-huh. She didn't get a packet. Somehow it showed up signed. Mm. That she took, she wanted the eval evaluated, and she said, "Well, can I have a copy of this of the signed paper?" Well, we can't find it. Well, how do you know it was signed if you can't find it? Right. <laughs> I'm just you know, I, there's there's people who pull some shady shady stuff. Yeah, and, and you're right. You can't make this shit up. You really can't. <laughs> I mean, folks. <laughs> Jesus. I uh, Well, our supervisor's been doing training this past week on the computer back in, in, in the break room. And so our newer 204B, who is our city PTF, he's a decent kid. He, you know, he's, he's doing it because they approached him to do it, so they had somebody to do it, basically. Um, we pick on him. He's like, hey, the poom's here, you know. He, he takes it with a grain of salt. He, he's, he's a decent guy. And uh, he, he had to go back and carry a, a route Friday. And uh, he'd been on the desk all week. And actually, he was supposed to have Thursday off, and that's normally the supervisor's day off. But she had training. And, well, the postmaster didn't come in, so he got called in to sit at the desk. So Friday, he's up there. And uh, we're like, whoa, you're actually on a route? And he was on the, the walking route. And... Uh, He's like, yeah, yeah, here I am. And uh, one of our road carriers looked at him. He goes, do you remember how to walk? (laughs) (laughs) You you hold up and you say, this is a parcel. This is a spur. This is a flat. (laughs) He's like, I don't know. I think I can figure it out. He goes, I'll try. But yeah, like I said, he takes it a grain of salt. He he's 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 all right. I don't have a problem with him. But it, it it's just yeah, you know, you you can't make this stuff up, people. It, it's ridiculous. Just, it, it's in the case a... of your in case of your two hundred four B, it says Josh will Josh will tell you. You know, in the military, the axiom is if we're not picking on you, it means we don't like you. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Now, well, yeah, I said to someone. Once I'm like, if I didn't pick on you, you'd ask me what's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you well, being so nice? Why are you being so nice to me? Right. right. <laughs> you remember how to walk? <laughs> that's that is that's funny. That that's just that's just funny right there. Yeah, it, it was it was funny, and of course you know we were. If weather got cold and it was snowing and he's like you know i'd rather be sitting on the desk today than walking but oh well <laughs> no. but you know he, he took it with a grain of salt he's he's got a good sense of humor when it comes to that because you know like i said be out loading the trucks and he'd be coming in and we're like hey the poom's here <laughs> <laughs> well if he takes any more stuff with a grain of salt he's gonna have high blood pressure oh i know right he's <laughs> Diabetes, yeah. but yeah, it's oh. of course, sitting at that desk will give you high blood pressure too. So hey, 
you know. <laughs> especially, especially if I'm in your office. Right. <laughs> Dude, you you would just go, you would go insane with you know my postmaster if you ever were in my office and she was actually at work. Um, that two and a half day a week thing is back in effect, but you know. <laughs> well, like I said, you know, I you know, I I got this guy applying for an RCA job and. You know, he gets an email saying that, you know, he doesn't meet the eligibility and suitability. And I'm sitting there going, well, well, hold on. He worked here for three and a half years, but, but now all of a sudden he's not, you know, suitable. Uh -huh. I, I'm missing something here. And then he turns around and files for another post office in the area. And gets in right not away. Only just, yeah, just the assessment test w within the same day and then turns around, passed the test and says, we look forward to having you join well, hold on, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Yeah. I, I you can't explain it. You, you just can't, it, you, you can't make it up. You can't explain it. I mean, they had last I knew when, uh, my, uh, my newest RCA went to Academy a few weeks ago. I was told that we had another, um, potential new RCA that was supposed to go in for fingerprinting. That was the last I heard anything. And that was, you know, that was three weeks ago, easy, if not more, a month ago. So, yeah. yeah. And supposedly, we had 11 more app, you know, apply for the RCA position. And I'm like, yeah, and where are they? You know, 11 more in the works. We don't even have 11 routes in my office, but okay. Well, you know, like I said, this guy, you know, used to work for us. He was a good employee. And yeah, you know, why wouldn't you want them back? Okay, exactly. But the, you know, the post the postmaster, after going through a morning where he has to come over and beg for help because they're down three routes, doesn't make any effort to find out why this guy's you know it, it isn't suitable. Yeah. I mean, you know, he knew at least half the routes in our office, but he wasn't suitable. But he's okay for Kenneth Square because it's a smaller office. I I I don't know. You tell me. Somebody explain that to me. Yeah, I nope, can't. Yeah, that that one I I've makes got, my brain hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't even want to think about that one because, yeah, here's somebody that could literally come in and run half the routes. Mm-hmm. You know, from, from day the from, from, from yeah from day one. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, you know, I, I, I know I'm not smart, but I ain't that damn stupid. <laughs> you know? Folks, you know, I can figure that one out. You guys ready to wind down for the night? I think so. Please. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, well, what's the score right now, Mike? Uh, it's 2020. tied. 2020. Tied. Yeah. All right, Mike. Final uh, final thoughts for tonight. Let's see. Rex is coming. Do your best to make it not a wreck, a train wreck. <laughs> uh, make sure you do all of your scans. Do do everything to the best of your ability. Um, and to the best, <clears throat> and to the best level you've been trained. Uh, because this will determine your paycheck. 
Um, let's not uh, let's not get wrapped around the wheel about this mini this mini survey, um, and let's let's concentrate on the bigger picture the the, the you know the the uh, semi annual adjustment, and just be careful out there. That's all I got. Josh, you're up. Um, to follow up on what Mike was saying, like he said, due to the best of your ability of what you were taught, don't inflate your numbers and start throwing things in there because it's going to hurt you in the long run. Um, but if you legitimately have something, put it in the scanner. Um, I like we were, I can't remember, I think it was before we went on the air, we were talking about it with the mini mail survey. The actual things are going to count is 4% of the whole Rex thing. Um, it is not going to make a difference. It, the only difference it'll make is if you are on the cusp of between like a 44 and a 45, it'll either put you over or put your lead you under. It's not going to break you and make you lose like four or five hours. Um, the data they've collected for the last 52 weeks is going to be what does it, is what's going to make your eval. Um, don't get overwhelmed. If you do, take a step back, take a breath, and step back in. And have a good week. Bill? What you got for us? Uh, I got Crown Royal Apple. I got Crown Royal Salty Caramel. I have regular Crown Royal. <laughs> I just finished my Crown Apple. You want to ship me a bottle? <laughs> uh, hell no. <laughs> as far as mine ships is the uh, front door, you know? <laughs> right, right. But. It, it, you know, we, we've been collecting these breadcrumbs and the data for, you know, years now. Um, they, they, they know what you're doing. They know what you're not doing. Uh, it's time to step up and start doing what you're supposed to be doing. It, it's it, it, This is game time, folks. Okay? If you don't put it in your scanner, it doesn't get into your wallet. And it's plain and simple as that. You're responsible for your income more than anybody else in the post office. Exactly. Your training, your training of your subs is vital because if they don't do it, you're not getting credit for it. And that then that henceforth, they're not getting paid for it because once they get to the point where they're getting paid for the evaluation and they're, they're not doing their job, it reflects on both of you, not just, you know, you, but them also. And, and you have to stress that to them. You have to imply, you know, that this is important to both of you. Do what you can, learn what you can. If you don't know, go ask. It, you know, the, 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 what, what, what's it? The, the dumbest question asked is the one never asked, or yeah. oh, the, was, only, the, only, the only dumb question is the one, not, the one that's not, not, asked. not asked. Right. Thank you, Mike. And, oh. you know, if you have a question, ask. You know, it, it doesn't matter whether or not the other person sees it as being yeah, you know, important yeah. or not. It's for you, you know, to answer, for you to settle your mind. So ask the questions, okay? Challenge people, because until you learn this stuff, 
You're not going to get a fair evaluation. And then, you know, when you cry about it, you'll, they'll say, well, did you know this? Did you attend the training? Did you do the seminars? Did you do the videos? I mean, the video is up on the national website right now, folks. And if you're not a and union member. On YouTube. Yeah. And if you're not, not a union member, you know, you got to go to YouTube, okay? But the thing of it is, is if you don't put the effort into it, you're not going to reap the rewards of it. Plain and simple. So other than that, go out, do the best job you can to the best of your abilities, be safe, get the job done, go home to your loved ones because they're the only ones that really count in your lives. The post office will replace your body in, in 24 hours, so, you know, don't sweat it. <laughs> uh, more like three Maybe. to six months, but yeah, they'll have the posting up within 24 hours. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then tell you're not suitable. Yeah. yeah, even though you worked there before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, no, and I'm going to stress that. I, I have recently found out that the training modules uh, for Rex have finally <laughs> have finally found their way to the academy instructors. Um, it only took how long? And, uh, but yeah, it's definitely ask the questions. There's numerous resources out there. The biggest one, and I will have to say, is the NRLCA website has pretty much everything to answer just about every question. It's just going to be taking the time to actually read it. Um, there's a whole tab on there for Rex resources, and it has everything. There's a huge Q&A. There's the 100-page booklet. There's all the PDF PowerPoint printouts, the videos, it's all right there. If you're not a union member, make friends with your union member at the case next to you, join, rejoin, but the information is out there. And, you know, it's to stay safe, those in the northern states with the snow and the ice this time of year, I've seen numerous things about offices you know telling subs that nope everything has to go out that day regardless if it's not safe it is not safe there is that lovely safety form called the 1767 you know if it's not going to be safe for you as a carrier out on the street you have the right to make that call and if management's going to have an issue with it then you need to contact your steward and fill out one of those safety forms but yeah definitely you know, getting home to your loved ones is your number one priority at the end of the day. And uh, on that note, you guys take it easy. Well, next week we'll probably be talking more Rex stuff. And who knows what else is going to go on this past week we'll experience. So, everybody have a good one. Uh -huh.